0: Welcome back to Look Who's Talk, episode 103. I know what you saw on Sunday night, but don't give up on the Chiefs. Tom Brady, well on his way to the Super Bowl and an MVP. One guy might be in his way, and he's proof that God is real. Josh Farvin Allen. Here we go.
1: Freestyle
0: All right, folks. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, Episode One Hundred and Three. That is a lot of farving time with your boy Hugh Huck Daddy and Weird Michael. But we bless you. and We thank you for it. Uh, keep on subscribing, sharing, loving the podcast. All one hundred and three podcasts brought to you by Huck Media and HuckMedia.ca for any of your media needs. Uh, yeah, wild weekend in the NFL. Hugh picks went five and one after a four and two week. The week before, we are 18 11, and one and steaming into the midseason, Uh, Weird Michael doesn't like Tom Brady or money and uh, happened to pick against both a lot. We'll see how he did this weekend. Uh, gambling Donut, not looking so good, but uh, you know what? He'll get back on track. He still survived. So did I. We hope you did too. Follow us at Hughes Talking or our sister station uh, at Weird Mike, spelled M I C. also follow ad hocmedia.ca. Keep sending in your picks, six picks a week. DM them to at Hughes Talking, and you can win three sweet prizes from Team LTD clothing at the end of the season for most wins. Or $25 to bet with at betopenly.com, the new Craigslist of betting. It's amazing. Take other people's stupid bets. Lay down your own. Squeeze the lines. It's freaking awesome. Um, yeah. I uh, yeah, again, I had a good weekend. Currently now in BC, Rayleigh, BC, uh, living with Brooke out here. Very fired up about it. And it's gorgeous. We're going to call it uh, the great Valley studios still working on the name, but uh, I always love the land before time. And if you haven't seen it, you should too. Okay. If you're going to watch one cartoon movie in your whole life, it should be land before time. Have you seen it, Michael? I feel like you have, I feel like you took three dates to it. pretending like you hadn't seen it before, like old jeopardy episodes. I
1: think you're underestimating how far ago that movie was made. Jeff. That was the first movie I ever saw in a theater land before time. Came out as a four or five-year-old, jaw on the floor. I uh, think it was at the Jane and Finch Mall. Grew up at Jane and Wilson. Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> uh, they, people from Jane and Wilson do. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, but, yo, love how you kept with the lead. picks five and one. Straight yeah. fire. 18 and 11, you say? Is 18, that 18 11 and one.
0: Tied, so... with, tied with our boy, our guest, Dewey, uh, for the best handicapper. And look who's talking in amongst the whole audience. We've just posted the top 12, uh, just because the screen's only that big, but we keep getting more picks and our weekly winners are getting paid. Uh, go to bedopenly.com, it's freaking awesome!
1: <clears throat> yeah, I might have to bite the bullet. Gino and the guys down in South Beach living it up. Yes, uh, the weird pick, uh, one and two got two more plus another college pick for you in about 27 minutes. Yeah, college I went. Picks I've been doing fire, yo. I went to an NFL show, It's okay. but Saturday morning, man, strike up the band college game day. Those signs are hilarious. One of the favorite times of the week, grabbing a coffee, watching college game day with my kid, baby cat, and watching these college signs get behind it. Folks, a lot of money to be made. It's a gambling show. As long as it's footy, I'll even take in some Aussie rules sometime. I don't biz. Anyway, redemption.
0: You love betting on college teams that all share this. It's like 15 years of watching you smash on teams that have exquisite special teams, fantastic defense and barely a passable offense in division three, but somehow are ranked. That's a Mike Angeletti team. Iowa year after year can barely throw the ball 15 years. Once every five years, they produce a team like this. I went against you. I had the Nittany Lions. And you chirped me for that earlier in our pre-show meeting. And I'm like, Michael, they were up two touchdowns against a team with no offense. It seemed like the right pick. And then Iowa stormed the field. What a two hours of college football. Sure. Um, I always usually sprinkle a little bit on the, whoever Alabama is playing, if they're adequate. I actually skipped that this week because I got burned. I got burned uh, in, the pre- in the previous Bama game. So I missed that party, but that so, looked fun. So now you got to wait, you know,
1: another 52 weeks, maybe <laughs> longer to get that Alabama. I know. Sprinkle plus 18 hit it. Money line. Great Saturday and a well-publicized less than stellar Sunday. But we are moving forward quickly this week. Yes, we are. Week six <clears throat> is huge in the betting world. Did you know? One of the favorite betting movies, Two for the Money. I know you've seen it a couple of times.
0: Of course I've seen Two for the Money. That's half the reason we do this show, I Huck Daddy? (laughs) John Anthony,
1: okay? His boss, Al Pacino, said, and I'll never forget, I wrote it down in the theater, week six of the NFL is all about the faves. I'm talking 80% plus cover over a 30-year span. That movie's what, 15 years old now, maybe? 12 years old, right? She's a ways back. Chino's not gray
0: haired yet. It's old. Yeah. Well, anyway, before the guy got peed on in the forest, uh, that was a really good movie. That's how, you know, you've made it by the way, as a handicapper, if the mob guy (laughs) is peeing on you in central park, yes, you had a bad week, but Hey, you know, you're, you're moving units. (laughs) That's how, that's how I know we'll, we'll have made it Mike. So week six, you're going to have honors in the picks hundred
1: percent, thousand percent in a few. What else on your mind, Hugh?
0: Well, our um, our, our favorite team growing up is, is is a team that's hard to believe right now. I mean, I knew they were going to beat the Chiefs, but I couldn't bet on it. Uh, and it's just it, – that comes from just Bill's dogma almost. That's like I'm asking myself, like, yeah, I'm, I know they're good. I know football. I've been all – we've been all over Josh Allen since the Combine. And it's still – I still find myself – and I can lay some lumber on – Chiefs Bucks, you know, a lot. I love them. And it just, it's a reckoning for me to uh, just get away from the bills of the previous 20 years and understand a totally different team, the best team in the league. Like I said, but I still just haven't been able to uh, lay down on them, but maybe that'll change. We'll see. They're not in the picks this week because the whole world loves them and it's a big number.
1: Yeah, live dog Monday night in Nashville plus six. Some these motherfuckers are smashing on the Titans because they could score. By the way, games like this come down more to a mistake than you know, Titans are gonna nut up and and pound the rock and score 25 plus, I think.
0: Yeah. Hey uh Huck, you might be able to answer this little pop quiz trivia question. Oh big week for Huck. The last time that these two teams played Monday night football, Bills at Titans. The last time these two teams played, what day of the week was it? I cannot tell you. It was Tuesday night football last year, ladies and gentlemen. One and only. The one and only. And you know what happened? Rabels
1: Titans smoked us. Yeah, the Bills had some kind of weird schedule gap. They had a game canceled, and they were playing a game on short notice. They didn't even know if they were going to go.
0: It was a total lay down. So maybe some redemption. That might have been the fucking week where Huck Daddy was watching the game in the studio and just forgot to record. Remember that whole episode just went away? (laughs) (laughs) But, yo, for for real talk, uh,
1: the Bills turned the corner in my mind with the strong second half handling the weather delay in the tiniest locker room in the league, Arrowhead Stadium. We were in that parking lot, Jeff. It is a dinosaur. That stadium is a relic. We're talking Chesswood, Rink, 4, Room 13 (laughs) on a Friday. Okay, that's what the bills were stuffed in, man. These guys were gasping for air. I'm watching this, watching the NBC halftime try to stay relevant for 35-plus minutes. It looks like the Philippine rainforest is going on out there. It's 7 millimeters an hour. And, yo, they handled it, came out, ran the ball took a few more shots, weren't happy with it, got a call in the rain. Point is is that they came out with the right mindset, a championship mindset after a very bizarre long break on Sunday night at midnight, for Christ's sake, it was late and crowd was scattered. It was, it was an easy one to get away from knowing the chiefs comeback history,
0: but they're a special team this year that doesn't let those games get away from them. It's freaking awesome. They're, they're the team that I always hoped that they would be. And that's why I said in the opening, Josh Allen is proof that God is real. Because I don't know, 1.6 million people who live in Western New York have been praying for this since the fourth Super Bowl loss. Uh yeah, anyway, it's awesome to watch and can't wait to get to a game whenever I get back from BC. Maybe take the lady around Christmas to a snowy one, you know. If you're gonna to go to the Ralph or New Era High Mark, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the place that Thurman built, uh, you know, go there in the winter for the full experience. I know Nolan's thinking right now. Oh yeah, extra undies. That's what you got to do. Uh, Huck Daddy, how you thinking Monday night football? You like your boys? Should we stay away from our boys? Give give us a little inside Titans knowledge. Is are you getting your receivers back? Is your offense back? Is Rabel gonna cut his dick off for this game? I think one of the receivers is going to be back, at least one. I don't know. I think Julio is
1: still up in the air. Um, what scares me on both sides of this game is the defenses, because the Titans' D has not been great, uh, and the Bills' D is really fucking good.
0: Oh yeah, Bills' D's tight. Those starting safeties, man. When you get safeties been playing together that long, it's a real bond. It's pretty cool. Micah Hyde and Poye. Not, en- not enough gets said about those two beauties. Poyer. 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 There we go. See, not enough to get said. I didn't pronounce his name right. Uh, somewhere Harris is just just kicking something right now in his house. No. IG Poyer's gal damn Fire. Fire. For those who need weird mic translations, sometimes, I believe that he just said that uh, Jordan Poyer's girl is pretty hot. He checked her on Instagram. That's what it does. Uh, You survived, Mike. Just barely. I was freaking watching the Vikings-Lions game. I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as I locked in at last week's episode. Uh, I saw that you had switched to the Vikings, another team that I told you not to pick against last episode, but apparently you don't like me. So you just don't listen. But that's okay. You can do whatever you want. You've won more survivor pools than I have. You I I was cruising. With the Buccaneers down in Florida. No problem. And I'm watching the Patriots lo- losing by nine points to Houston. I see Cousins and the Vikings struggling against the feisty Lions. And uh for about an hour there, I was thinking, oh my God, Tampa Bay is going to be the only favorite that gets through here. And then one long field goal later, a couple tears from Dan Campbell, and uh barely anybody got eliminated. But if you're still. If you're still surviving, folks like myself and Weird Michael, uh, uh, hit us up with your picks, your questions. I'm getting your questions, and I'm trying to answer them as best I can. Uh, to all you new listeners who've been sending me some messages, we are going to talk about more games this week, uh, not just the ones we're picking in our Hugh Picks or Gambling Donut. For the, well, even if we don't love it, we'll give you which way we're leaning, because that's what you guys are asking for, and we are going to listen. Uh, one quick thing, Mike. Sure. Worst kicking, worst kicking Sunday slash Monday. Uh, In NFL history, as the former Varsity Blues kicker for about a season point seven, uh, what the fuck happened? So one point three seasons, Jeff. Hey, that's fine. And I was giving you a hamstring injury for those last three. The the coolest thing about that is the name Varsity Blues, right? Legit. Yeah, I always think of Johnny Moxon and Tweeter. Everybody, I'm gonna go to Jack.
1: Back to far up on the kickers, okay? Bad kicking is like bad golf. It is contagious. It goes around. It's spread. <laughs> they feed off it, man. When you know a guy that maybe you played with or trained with is having a rough time, maybe something that you shared with him or you saw with him is affecting your, your – we're not even into the bad weather. So it will correct itself. Uh, the The one, The one, obviously, Mason Crosby sticking out in your mind, everybody but when the chips are down for the fourth time rarely are the chips down that many times but they were and he and he came through uh the kicker out of cincinnati no no bueno no he thought bueno. he made it he was and, celebrating and he's, and he's insisting he's insisting it's it's i feel like it's something i would have done
0: I feel yeah like it's something i would time. have done like um so
1: but you would have been
0: you wouldn't have got off the field. You would have been like, look at the ref, like throw the challenge flag, throw it, throw it. Let me tell you, I don't even think the OUA still has challenges. <laughs> like, I feel like you would have kept a random sock that looked like a challenge flag just to throw. You yeah. know, here's a red sock, ref. Check the tape that went through. Um. So anyway, take a
1: step off on the kickers. It uh, only costs two teams despite a lot of the missed kicks. Remember the Minnesota kicker made it. That's how I survived. Sidebar, Indy hard, no doubt for weird Mike survivor this week at home to the Texans, Monday night football loser in a heartbreak short week, short opponent at home, haven't won at home time to win. So Indy survivor. I don't even know what the line is, but, um, I'm going to go with the majority this week. I'm going to save Tampa. You didn't look down Tampa's schedule, did you, Hugh? Yes,
0: I did. I actually reported the schedule last episode when I told you the entire MVP Please. schedule. And, and, for
1: what didn't What didn't you have circled?
0: Maybe when you need
1: the most against the Jets. The I, survived. Play the I
0: survived by two and a half touchdowns last week, okay? You oh. survived by a 20-second miracle drive with a big kick so um, i'm not saving anybody for any week neither should you folks but i do i mean i am in tough this week with less options than you i'll give you that you by the way a, you don't have any for grabs i have indy of course i have Indy. but well,
1: then what's what's what what's the no no, no i'm prob,
0: probably gonna go with indy but it's they are a one in four team. it's not exactly exactly a lock i love them as a seven point underdog <clears throat> but uh, i was impressed with carson wentz you said two things from your little kicking spiel there one i don't think you know the word the met the uh Definition of the word contagious. Uh, these people are separated by stadiums all over yeah. the country. It's not in vicinity of each other. The kicking can't be contagious, at least in, unless it's like a moral sense. Way Secondly, off. you're way off. Golf, it's, I understand. It's all contagious. More, I understand a bit more. You know, someone's ma- just missing pots just left and right. You know, you could be like, OK, like your focus gets a little out of whack. Thirdly, uh, the Colts game, the kicker definitely cost him. That was a um, if, if blank and ship just makes a couple extra points, it's not possible. Anyway, so so isn't that one of the two? That's well, that's one of the two.
1: He's a he's a bona fide weirdo. Remember, you want your kicker to be a little weird, not, but not, not the weird, not the weirdest guy in the room. That's fair. That is that is true of every great kicker. All right, a little weird, but not the weirdest guy in the room. And whatever Ooh. Rodrigo's doing. He's, he missed a kick, and he's like, my bad. Like, he missed a layup. Like, in the third quarter of a game, he kind of like, it's all me, guys. And uh, anyway, no bueno. If By the end of this, sh- not I- the weirdest guy in the room. Who, who is the weirdest guy in the room? It, it, that really doesn't matter. The idea <laughs> of it is what needs to be, you know? People need to know that the kicker
0: can do it. I think that's the point, is that Rodrigo Blankenship is the weirdest dude in the room. And everyone else in the Colts looking at him right now like, really, bro? Clean your glasses. We needed one kick there. Now we're one and four. Um. Anyway, that's your kicker's corner brought to you by Weird Michael. Uh, M- Weird Mike, by the end of this episode, I'll actually like you to list your top three kickers of all time. All, all right. time. All time. Your best nope. three foots. I'll prep a your truth of the week. Okay, wonderful. Um. Yeah, just a couple takeaways from this weekend. and Then we'll move right along. Right along. So I'm probably going to go with the Colts. Um, also looking at the Chiefs for Survivor. But uh, I'll let you know on Instagram. Follow us at Hughes Talking. Doing live updates right now. Also, um, yeah, showing off some live openly bets. And uh, just showing you how to do it. Some guy just lowered the spread to Tampa Bay by five and a half. Yeah, I jumped all over that. Lowered the how money much? line. or the he, went, he dropped it from seven to five and a half. And then just brought it from minus 110 to minus 125. Yeah, I'll take that. Tom Brady by touchdown with a little change. Sure. Um, yeah, just, you know, uh, Baker, when the Browns, great game. Uh, just going forward, Baker, you need a signature win, man. And this one against Arizona, I don't think is going to be it. But you, I, I can count five great losses that you have. <laughs> but I, don't, I can't think of one good win. Besides, when you unlock the chains to the fridges to end the 0-18 Browns or whatever, and he caught that touchdown against the Jets, literally, a Baker's entire pro career, that's the win. He's got a couple of great losses against the Chiefs, a fantastic loss against the Ravens last year, like 52-49 to or whatever, when Lamar took a dump in the middle of the game. Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. Anyway. Look at He needs a signature win, or this—he uh, might not be the Browns' quarterback for, for you know next year. So you um, are not. So you are not counting his playoff
1: victory as a signature win, Jeff, in Pittsburgh. Just, Were you saying more running and defense that
0: game? Well, well, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the, it was like that. We've talked about that game. It was like the Denver versus Seattle Super Bowl. The first shotgun hut goes over Ben's head. It's a defensive touchdown. Throw in another turnover and fumble and. It's over. Like so i I mean, it was a good win. Baker played okay, but it's not like he came back and won some important game. And I'm a big Baker supporter. I still like the way he plays football. I think he's a good quarterback, but, but it's time, man. It's time. <laughs> it's Vader time. Um, yeah. Speaking of the word contagious, I got a I got a I got a new joke for you. All right. Do you think that's appropriate? I'm gonna ask the producer. I think it's okay. Quick one. All right. (laughs) Little joke for you folks. Look who's talking. Episode 103 Uh, (laughs) kids are in school. Teacher goes, "Okay, kids, I want you to go home for the weekend and come back with a definite using the word contagious in the proper context. All right. They come back on Monday. Okay, who wants to go first? Susie stands right up. Uh, My brother wasn't allowed to come to school today because he's got a cold. My mom said it's contagious. Way to go, Susie. That's you know, that's fantastic. That's perfect. Uh, you know, Kevin, uh, do, you, do you have an example? Uh, yeah. Uh, last year my mom told me I had the chicken pox and I couldn't touch anybody because chicken pox are contagious. <laughs> yeah. It's a great job, Kev. Way to go. Good homework. All right. Uh, Timmy, Timmy in the back there. Did you, uh, did you, did you happen to do any homework, Timmy? Oh, sure. Oh yeah. My mom, my mom was uh, mowing the lawn and, uh, my dad walked by, just murmured to me. He said, ah, shit. It's going to take that cunt ages to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sly. just pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, one Eastern thing. accent. Sometimes my accent went all over the place there. I didn't want to get too noofy because I'm wherever you're listening. Ni hao, previet, olá, bonjour, guten tag, and. Vana And however you say hello in Newfoundland. We love all of our listeners. <laughs> uh, before I move on, you know, I've been right about some stuff. I've been wrong about some stuff. We don't like to go through it every week because we both are wrong and right about some stuff. Um, I got to give credit where credit's due. Lamar Jackson played freaking amazing on my night football. And he's more of a throwing weapon than I've been giving him credit for. And I don't want to be caught in with that rain of... Blanket coverage of Lamar, where he's just a running quarterback. He's not obviously. I'm not saying he can't throw it like Michael Vick, but he could throw it. Uh, The Colts' defense had some holes there, which is still scaring me a little bit about this Houston pick because he they knew he was going to throw down the middle, and he just threw down the middle, and they knew he was going to do it, and he did it. Yeah, Lamar
1: Jackson, former MVP, just threw for 500 yards versus third-string bona fide clipboard gang. Davis Mills.
0: Hashtag huge diff. I know. I was just I was very impressed with Lamar. And uh, I just want to give him credit because I don't give him enough. And uh, to all you Ravens flock out there, looks like I might have been wrong about the Ravens, (gasps) wrong about the Steelers. And uh, we'll see how this AFC North cracks down. But you got to adapt on the fly. I've upgraded the Ravens. And you should, too. You might also be wrong
1: about the suddenly filled with turmoil. What are you gonna do with that win total, Hugh? Are you gonna cash out high or are you gonna ride dirty? Because doesn't sound like anybody with a firm hand is coming in. I don't really care about what happened. I'm worried about the next 10 games and how to handicap these Raiders because as hot as you are on the weekly, yes, Steelers, <clears throat> although they got to win. And they got a win. Know, you, that was a big win have, to get. And now the Raiders. Interesting, as the division heats up, you know they got still with two at KC. They're going into Mile High this week. I know one of us is taking that game.
0: Uh, uh, but yeah, what, I, are you, what are you doing for those for those of you uh, for those of you just just wondering or didn't tune into our early episodes this season? Uh, me and Mike listed our favorite futures bets. Uh, my favorite futures bet was the Raiders to get seven wins at even money. And you could get a seven and a half and a nice favorite looking really good at three and zero. Now they're three and two with no coach. Uh, you know <laughs> Real what? Real problems. Real problems. problems. I'm not really concerned with either coach. I think Gus Bradley's doing a good job on the defense. Obviously, Gruden's, I heard this this week and I totally agree. He's, he's, re- he's a really involved head coach. He's also the offensive coordinator. So it's a big loss. I feel like if you could take Mike McCarthy out of Dallas, they wouldn't miss a thing. Yeah. So he's like more of a figurehead, whereas John Gruden's like calling every play. So I don't know what to do. Stay away from the Raiders for a little bit. I'm not cashing out anything because they still got three wins. They only need four more. And they got one extra game this season. And they won a couple of their tough ones already. So we'll see what happens. Uh yeah. As far as Gruden's concerned, I mean, I don't want to get too too anyway. That's not what we do here. We just pick games. But uh, you know, if you peel back the covers on anybody and they're an asshole. You can question as much as you want you know whether anyone had the right to pull back the covers but in the end you're still an asshole. You know, he sure seems like one and is it part of a much bigger picture sure of course it is you have to be an idiot to think it's not you know these emails are going around these are big dick ceos and you know anyway uh obviously much bigger picture here he probably won't be the last domino to fall but that, you know if you're red white and blue he, you know I don't know what the hell that was going with that, but you're, you're a dick. <laughs> how, how, how many dominoes are going to be left standing? It's we'll, we'll if, see if, but if, it, if, if, if they're all like that, right. Either way, it's Derek Carr's team now, uh, regardless of who comes in, because if he succeeds, they'll give me the keys to the franchise for another couple of years. If he doesn't new guy's going to come in and be like, yo, why do we have an average quarterback? So he's got the keys. The autobahn is free, man. How fast can you drive it? You got good receivers. You seem to have a good O-line. Like, do it. No excuses. It's pro football.
1: Is a Chris Angel bats you boy. Raiders under. <laughs> I hate Chris Angel. I hate him. Uh, even though you participated in a magic trick with him behind all our backs. Okay.
0: I've told this story on the air before. Yeah, I don't so wanna... we don't
1: have to tell the story. I just want to, I just want to get back to the deceit. Of the moment, Jeff.
0: Yes, yes, something
1: worked into a tizzy. Where's Jeff? He's in on it. Somebody yeah. get Jeff. Wait, 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 to put a little something in his drink. Calm down.
0: Weird, Mike, a bunch of members of our old Mount Carmel High School hockey team and a bunch of the boys uh, still believe that members of the Chris Angel Show at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas during a bachelor party came up to me Because I was having a drink and not in line with the boys and said, hey, here's what we do here. We're going to magically, in a magic John F. Kennedy bullet style way, get this wristband thrown exactly to your seat in the audience. And you're going to stand up and tell us this number that you're about to tell us now. And we'll already have it written down. It's It's not not how magic works, Mike.
1: It's not about what the trick was. It's about where did you go before the show? That's what it's about, Jeff.
0: I was playing blackjack to get free double rum and Cokes.
1: You were about to buy me a $42 American triple slushy drink. And, and, and you just disappeared. You were excited to buy me that drink. Something had to happen. I was excited to buy you that Yes, drink. you were. The circumstances <laughs> leading up to that made you excited. I can let everybody else fill in their own gaps. But we were in line to buy the drink. And then you weren't in line with me. Let's leave it at that. Let's let the, the, the viewer, the listener yeah. mind wand, wander
0: as you know, to where Jeff the, and Chris Angel went. We got some of the smartest listeners in the sports world, and they know one thing that you are a weird, Mike, not magic, Mike. Okay. Because <laughs> that's not how magic works. All right. Uh, we had a double punt. Uh, anything, you know, that, that was cool. I'm glad that happened. I didn't even know you could do that, but now I do, sort of. You could sort of do that. Double punt in the uh, in the football game. Yeah. Not, in, not in Vegas. Not in Vegas. It was okay. not a double punt. It was just dumb luck. Harris actually should have grabbed that wristband and went right through his hands. But the guy's a quarterback who can't catch. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> also, Doug Gottlieb on Fox Sports. Shut the fuck up. Talking about slaves and how can you do the halftime show if you're going to fire Gruden? You're an idiot. Anyway, it was an embarrassing show you did the other day. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about this as we get into our picks. Uh, There's touchdown teams, there's field goal teams, there's lucky teams, and there's poor teams. And when you're picking over-unders, it's important to know the difference, but also when you're just picking teams against each other, uh, like we have this week, we got some great teams lined up against some poor teams and getting a low number. And that's just what happens in week six, like Al Pacino said, two for the money. Sometimes you gotta roll with the faves, because Vegas don't believe it yet. But you should. Speaking of the Chiefs, don't don't have a knee-jerk reaction to the Kansas City Chiefs losing to the best team in football. I didn't. You didn't. And Hugh picks definitely didn't. Gee, I did twice. I did. All right, Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Please don't sue us. But if you do, listen to our picks first, Obi. We can make you some money. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, all right. Uh, we are 18 11 and 1 for the season. We have not given you one losing week yet this season. So if you have just smashed all six of my picks all season long, you'd be up about seven units. Giddy up. All right. Uh, here are the live lines via. Uh bet openly and the score. All right, gold pick. We're going with the team I told you not to sleep on. All right. I got one of the best three coaches of all time and Andy Reid taking his Kansas City Chiefs into Washington uh, to take on the football team. They are definitely a touchdown better than the Washington football team, all right? I was talking about those touchdown teams, field goal teams, and the teams that get lucky. Washington's right in between right now, a team that gets lucky and a team that scores field goals. As in, like, on average, with their offensive drives, what are they producing, all right? Kansas City's a touchdown team. You have to get in their way to stop them from scoring touchdowns, whereas other teams like Washington, they can get in their own way, and that'll be a trend for these picks going forward. That's why I've been doing pretty good, I think. My charts reflect that. So Patrick Mahomes, you know, on average, he plays maybe one bad game every eight, nine, ten. How many of these do you think he's going to have in a row? Yes, a bunch of teams like Washington are going to try to mimic the Bills defense, which worked pretty good. Just back up everybody into zone and, you know, force them to run on you. Yeah, well, nobody's got the secondary That the Buffalo Bills have So it's not just going to work that well for everybody And that's why this number's low Don't believe it Just like the Chiefs two weeks ago in Philly They're going to cover this by over a touchdown Gold pick, Chiefs by seven Um, I had it yesterday at six and a half It's seven now So we're taking the seven Our silver pick Another seven-point fave. We're taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seven points on the road in Philadelphia on Thursday Night Football. By the time you're listening to this, that's tonight. Hopefully that number hasn't moved to seven and a half, but if you can give it seven or six and a half, that's beautiful. We're taking it at seven. Tom Brady, without Rob, Rob Gronkowski, still has plenty of weapons. He's got two totally healthy running backs. Because of his thumb, they might run a little bit more against this Eagles defense. And Antonio Brown is back. To being Antonio Brown, the best, maybe the best one-on-one receiver in football. Him and Tom have a connection, and if you're using your best guy to cover Mike Evans, that leaves Godwin and Antonio Brown to deal with your nickelbacks. Good luck. Good luck, Philly. Or sorry, yeah, good luck, Philly. Nick Sirianni looks like an aerobics coach. All right, taking on Tom Brady, the best of all time, en route to his MVP season, unless Josh Allen gets in the way. Our bronze pick. <laughs> We're taking the Arizona Cardinals as a cheap underdog, plus three points in Cleveland. And while Kyler is totally healthy, he's impossible to stop on third down. He's going to get himself extra time. Third and 12, no problem. He's going to scramble for it, or he's going to throw to one of his many great receivers. Uh, that team is believes they're a Super Bowl team. They're not scared of the Browns. And I don't think you should be either. Plus three is a gift. It was two and a half yesterday. So sometimes she gives, sometimes she taketh away. This time we get an extra point that's in your favor. Take the Arizona Cardinals plus three before it goes back down. All right. Everybody is smoking the Cowboys ganja. Even though in Texas, it's extremely illegal. Well, will put that DAC joint down and pick up your Bill Belichick beer. Because Samuel Adams and the New England Patriots are going to teach Dak Prescott and the Cowboys a little lesson in being overvalued in week six. Patriots are 0-3 at home. You think Bill Belichick on the Fox game of the week is going to let Dak Prescott and the Cowboys come in and just tear him up? I know it's a cheap price, but this is where I think Vegas is trying to get you. Uh, If anybody can expose Dak, and again, he's playing better than he ever has before that I've seen, it's Bill Belichick. Because he's really good. If there's a quarter, if there's a quarterback who's playing really well, but has one sort of obvious flaw, and with Dak that's still throwing uh, when they're down and needing, even when when the other team knows he's throwing against good defenses, which the Patriots have, I think the Pats are going to make a stand here to save their season. Win outright or lose by one, two, maybe three. But take the Pats uh, in the Fox game of the week. Plus four at home. I'm rolling with Billy B. All right. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Chargers. Just not get enough credit. Uh, I think they're the better team than the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I was very impressed with the Ravens' comeback. But their offense was anemic in the first half against the Colts. I don't know if you saw the Chargers defense lately, but yes, they gave up some points to the Browns, but I still think they got enough rock stars back there to put Baker on his, um, sorry, put Lamar on his butt. Uh, if they, if the Chargers know Lamar's running on these second and third downs, they're going to get him. And I don't think they're going to give up the middle of the field with Derwin James as easily as the Colts did the other night, which means Mark Andrews is less of an option. So I, I see a tight game, but nobody's stopping Justin Herbert right now. And I don't think the Ravens are going to either. Carson Wentz just made them look pretty exposable. I don't think that's a word, but we're going to say it again anyway. And I think uh, I think Herbert and the boys and that aggressive coach, uh, after the Ravens, another overtime game for them on Monday night, Like they're going to be a little tired. So even though it's a 10 a.m. game for uh, this L.A. team, young team, I don't think it's going to bother them and uh, take the three points plus three chargers. All right. And our last pick of the week, we are taking the green Bay Packers minus four and a half against the Chicago bears. Look, I like the bears, uh, but I think this number is just a little, a little too small for me. I thought it would be a little bit higher. And uh, Aaron Rodgers is pretty good at beating the bears. I don't trust them against some other teams, but he seems to be a guy who likes his comfort zones. He likes afternoon Lambeau field games. He likes playing everybody in the, in the NFC North. He knows the defense inside and out. It hasn't really changed in the last few years. And Justin Fields in that offense, if this if this game, they keep the Packers under 20 points, sure, Bears can win, but they won't. So look for Aaron Rodgers to scored 27, 28 at least. And uh, I don't think the Bears score more than 20. And there you go. Those are your U-picks. Pretty damn confident in them. Very fired up for week six. What do you got for the rebuttal? Weird Michael. You. All right. Hugh picks smoking
1: hot? Who am I to judge? said Jeremiah or Jebediah or somebody out of the book of Job. Um <laughs> don't don't really like them though. Don't really like them. You went with a lot of road teams, man. You went yes. with five or six road teams. Uh um, Yep. I heard this I heard this number today better or worse i guess it's not really a chirp philly is seven and zero as a franchise on thursday night football weird um arizona cleveland you know cleveland heartbroken again arizona do they beat anybody else except a rookie trey Man, they came out flat so that's 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 an over
0: like that over there's some good weather in cleveland I I don't mind the over I don't mind the over either because we have got two quarterbacks that can, that can score. It's just San Francisco knows Kyler so they 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 know what to expect. They've seen this before. Whenever Arizona's playing these out of conference games, when you you're playing a guy like Kyler Murray, it's Russell Wilson with much more speed and almost a more accurate zingy arm. He's like Doug Flutie but faster and a bit shorter, but it's that same thing where if he can get out of the pocket you're screwed so i i'm gonna roll with he's been God, the zone has been making me some money this year i'm gonna keep rolling yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, right, right. If, I can, if i can get them at a plus against almost anybody except the bucks or bills uh or maybe the chiefs but like bucks or anyone but the bucks or bills I can get plus three with
1: Cardinals right now. Healthy. I'll take it. Uh, Love the Clippers. Sorry, the Chargers. LAC. I wrote it down. (laughs) Uh, Monday night.
0: (laughs) It's a good nickname. Monday night. It's a good nickname for Monday
1: night football winners in dramatic overtime fashion. Short week. Good opponent. Some playoff revenge, you know, sort of cement them as a potential tie break, potential meeting ahead. Love the Chargers pick. And, you know, as I think now. I think that the rumblings of Gruden being gone must have started before kickoff on Sunday. We're only hearing about it a day or two later. That's a good point. Um, the Bears, you know, <laughs> the Bears who were who we thought they were and, you know, churned out about 220 yards offense and a couple of timely sacks, but Raiders were the flat ones. So I kind of like the Green Bay pick. I didn't like it at first, but as I, as I thought more about how the Bears won. Uh, so I don't like that. Love the Patriots pick. Plus four at home, 0-3. Really hard to go 0-4 at home. So great pick on that one. And Casey Washington. I don't know. Washington's turning into my fuck soup team. Stay hot, kid. Who am I? Who am
0: I? Uh, I ready will. For the, ready for the weird pick. I am, I'm very ready. I'm very ready. I'm, I've pulled up to the Kingston shell station. The one that's got the subway on the side of the highway. You're on your way to get an knockaway casino on the way to a Haps game. And, uh, that's the donut I want. I want it to be tasty. I want it to wake me up a little bit and I want winners.
1: So we're going to start with the winning pick from last week. I went into the college world with the bonus and I'm going to keep giving you one until it loses hashtag Sparty and nobody talking about Michigan state undefeated with a couple of ranked wins on the road. Well, they're back on the road minus four and a half at the two and three Indiana Hoosiers Sparty handles their biz. Uh, If you happen to watch the game, notice how old all of these players look. It's the only team in college football where the players look older than the coaching staff. Uh, these are grown-ass men, and uh, they only got a few football games left. For some reason, not a lot of them go to the show. Uh, but they'll give everything they got for East Lansing, and they got a backdoor shot at a playoff. Man, you win a Big Ten, you run a table, you get in. And right now, they're one of only a few teams that can.
0: So- all, the, all, the, all the linemen from Michigan State, when they take their helmet off, like they got refrigerators for heads. Like These guys look like Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> <laughs> St- Sparty minus four
1: and a half is the college bonus, which is one and zero oh to start. We're going to go two and zero. Oh. Weird pick five and six on the year, one and two last week. Back to the NFL. We're double smith, double fist smashing.
0: Double so fist ex- smashing.
1: I was so excited. I almost couldn't say it. Guess what, Hugh? Your Raiders are about to take a turn for the dark side. They are headed to 5,200 feet with the biggest headache on the sports continents. Their head is about to explode in the form of their bitter AFL division rival, the Denver Broncos minus three and a half load up the lumber, baby. We're kicking it old school week, six heavy fave, two teams that shouldn't be three and two. One of them is at home and one of them almost miraculously came back. So the belief that they're still good is still there. Double Hulk smash. Broncos. Biggest of the year. Biggest in a year and a half, maybe. I'll let you know the amount later. And as I peruse, you kind of snagged that Patriots one on me. Um, and then you, you, you mentioned the over in one of the games, and it got me wandering to an epic Monday night football game. This week, Bills Titans over 54, heavy sprinkle. Depending on how the double Hulk Bronco smash goes, I'll be sprinkling more or less on the Monday night total. 54, not in a half, 54 flat. We're hoping Julio Jones is back. We know the Bills can score. We know Bills Mafia is going to be in the house. And you know that Nashville's going to be rocking for their only Monday night of the year. A lot of points. Rabel, you know, just say, fuck it. Go to -to toe-to-toe. Fuck the defense. Let's turn this into a Big 12 game. He's liable (laughs) to do that. So I'm all in on the over. Heavy sprinkle, 54, our beloved Bills on Monday night. Let me know what you're doing for the game. I would love to do something for the game. Open casting call. I'm getting the football Jones. Never have I watched so much football alone. Tell me if you're feeling that out there, universe bills on Thanksgiving at the Superdome, 8:20 kickoff bills on Monday night coming up. There's some opportunities, guys rally the troops bills mafia on the Canadian side. They're opening up the border here. Did you hear I heard two, three weeks Canadian bills mafia can come over there slightly less aggressive and fill those seats and give them the edge. They need weird pick. Thanks for listening at weird Mike. I'm off this Sunday, so I'll be given a heavy reminder. Go Sparty.
0: All right, folks, that gambling donut was brought to you by Coffee Time Donuts. Remember, if you're ever wondering if you live in a good neighborhood, look around. Is there a coffee time there? You don't. <laughs> I heard that joke. I was doing yuck, yuck, sandwich night, and the, like, this is like 15 years ago, and the guy right before me, downtown Toronto, tells, tells that joke, and I'm dying laughing. And I also knew the coffee time he was talking about. I was on Lansdowne. <laughs> I lived like the, uh, I would take Lansdowne to uh, Yeah, I would take Lansdowne to escape College Street. And just go down Jameson to get out of the city. Anyway, funny shit. Uh, I got I got a little gambling donut rebuttal for you, though, Mike. Just oh, using your own words oh, oh, oh. to remind you of something. Your own words. OK, Teddy not, Bridgewater. Not, not a big fan of those, by the way. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. No, no man is. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is a great dog, a bad fave. Last time, last time I remind you of this, you were very right. And they won anyway. Secondly, you are taking uh, Ryan Tannehill, who we could talk to our Titans beat reporter, Huck Daddy, has been struggling this year up against the number one defense in the league, probably the Buffalo goddamn Bills of Western New York. So just to get the over, we're in, you're gonna need Tannehill to uh, to help with that. You know, you're gonna need Vrabel to throw the kitchen sink on the field on a
1: Monday night with everybody watching. That's the bet. Not Tannehill. We know Tannehill. He's struggling. Sure, I get it. But we know he's put up some big numbers. And yo. Monday night crazy shit. You can't take no, the under on a Monday. I'm not
0: saying take the under. I'm just saying if they run if they run Derrick Henry 30 times, that sounds like a low it's, it's a fast game, right? Sounds the clock, like two,
1: tick 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 tick. That would be 200 yards and three touchdowns maybe.
0: Uh okay, well either way, I do I I think the Raiders are in turmoil. Losing a coach like this is pretty big as far as just the way your organization runs. So who knows, but I I'm staying away or I think you take the Broncos but Still not a teddy guy. Can't I? I can't do it. Uh, and that Steelers game last week kind of proved it. Okay, let's talk about some of the other games. Just which way we're leaning as far as the ones we haven't talked about yet. We uh, going to London. We got Miami at the Jags. Jags are the home team, but that just really means that that's what names painted on the on the end zone. Uh, I bet it's nice for Urban Meyer to get out of Dodge for a little bit. Um, but, you know, stay away from the pubs and maybe just get a W. Keep in mind, the Dolphins are in weirder turmoil than even the Jaguars because the Jags, you, you, they're just looking for their first win with this, with this organization, with this structure. And they're going to fight and fight and fight until they get it. They also got Trevor Lawrence, you know, the, the savior of the team, who's not just ready to just lose 16 games. So they are trying to turn this thing around. The Dolphins are in a weird spot. I just didn't think they'd be this bad. So they need to win this game. They actually have the second easiest schedule I saw somewhere posted on Instagram for the rest of the season. So this has to, this has to be a win, but whenever you have to have a win in week six, that added pressure can affect teams differently. Uh, I think two is still out or if he's back, he's not totally healthy, weird team to pick right now. I'd stay the hell away or I'd actually take the Jags if I had to. What about you, Mike? Yeah. Big, uh, very excited to be home for
1: the London game, Nine thirty. Weird Mike baby cat getting down on the Jags plus three and a half. I'm going to use it to kickstart a whole bunch of parlays,
0: bro. I'm on the West coast, man. That game's on at six 30. All right. Wow. I actually woke Full up day. I woke up, went for a whiz and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not going back to bed. Football's on. This is amazing. Brooke woke up like three hours later She's like oh yeah it's the west coast Oh my god is this movie can watch a movie tonight Yes we can <laughs> Take on the uh, dolphin turmoil it's,
1: uh, That's deep that's, uh, It's that's a weird a- right Once it's so- once once Xavier Z- Howard said he wanted out Man that, I think that was the final straw it was Everything was bubbling but now Your best player wants out it, it set the team down A negative thought
0: If you're picking the dolphins for the rest of the year Just ask yourself why what have they shown you this year that makes you want to put your money on them? Will they fight for your spread? No, they don't know how to. All right. Uh, what else? We got? okay? Bengals at Lions. Bengals at Lions. Bengals getting uh, laying three and a half points on the road in Detroit. I'd lean uh, Lions. Those tears might work, man. They worked for me before.
1: And weird emotional lot. That would have been a signature win for Burrow and the boys. And. Uh, I think that rookie might spiral into a little kicking quarrel. So if that's a tight game, look for a missed kick from the Cincinnati kicker. Yeah. Lions plus three and a half, maybe plus four. Maybe people get down on Cincy thinking it was a good loss when, in fact, it was a terrible loss, a terrible loss.
0: (laughs) Well, if it was if it was minus three, I'd look at the Bengals for sure. This is more what the number should have been like last week against the Vikings. I had said it was going to be a four, like this is a four point, not a 10 point, uh, thing, but it's three and a half. I don't like that hook. I'll probably be staying away, but I would take the Bengals on pools to win the game. I don't, I think a couple too many of those losses for the lions. It kind of beats you up the wrong way. So anyway, uh, next game, we got Houston and Indy. We talked about this already. I'm probably gonna be, I'll be taking Indy probably on my survivor pool. I think you are too. Is that correct? Uh, yes, small,
1: small look at the Rams, 10 days rest, um, at New York Giants, no Danny Dimes, no
0: Barkley. Is Danny no Dimes Ballard. for sure out? He's in concussion no, he's protocol. questionable. Could, he, he could, could still play. That's
1: why I'd stay away. I uh, was very small lean depending on Danny Dimes. Although you got to tell you, I trust Mike Glennon more not to turn the ball over.
0: And I really don't think there's, what, a point difference there. So Mike Glennon, Chase Daniel. These guys have made $40 million starting about four games in the NFL. It's crazy. Yo, I tell you, clipboard nation, bro. It's a real thing.
1: NTTO's got a whole bunch.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's any way the Rams are losing this game because uh, the Giants are losing too many weapons. So definitely Rams to win. I don't have the Rams anymore on Survivor. I would definitely look at it, but oh. I use them already. Yeah, I'm okay, getting okay. down to nitty gritty. Okay, uh, we talked about Chargers, Talked about Packers, Vikings, Panthers is officially my stay the far away from this game of the week. Stay the far away. These two teams are so even as far as the way I have them on my chart right now. If I think if these teams played ten times, eight of them would be ties. Okay. <laughs> uh, just a just a weird flummox of a situation the panthers just had a bad home loss against the eagles i don't think they're gonna let that happen again but sam darnold is kirk cousins five years ago they're the same guy uh panthers are missing cmc or else you probably lean panthers here i'm staying away i don't know i'm gonna box this game i got one last
1: game for you hugh sunday yep. nighter bro couple of storied franchises: seahawks yes.
0: at steelers four and a half where you lean I would actually. This is a weird one. I'm staying away, but I would. I, I, it's hard pressed for me to take Ben Roethlisberger's Steelers right now more than three points over almost anybody. That's how anemic he looks as a, at the quarterback position right now. He can't move, but he still thinks he can. He 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 throws the ball away as he's getting sacked, like he's a first-year player. All of a sudden, where he used to sort of complete those passes, and now they're just fumbles or borderline. I don't know. It's bad. So no Juju. I can't pick the Steelers, but because of the Steelers defense and their affinity for playing excellent defense at home in primetime games, it's hard to pick Geno Smith either, but honestly, Gino, if you know, you gave me Gino Smith right now, or Ben Roethlisberger in their current forms. I don't know who I take. I don't, I don't Ben's that bad right now. So bet with caution, Seahawks Steelers. That's my official take. I will be boxing that game as well. I, was, I think Gino Seahawks could win it outright. He almost had a signature win last week. That wasn't his fault, Tyler Lockett fell. Yeah, you let me know what's going on with those BC pools, Hugh. Called, it's, called, it's, called, it's called Toto out here. It's yeah. a little bit more fucked up. Yeah, you actually it's fucked up. I'm in. I'm in. You could win. It's was very weird. Magic Mike, not like it. Weird Mike would like it a lot. All right, you ready for the truth of the week? I am. Doesn't far even matter. Here we go. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The truth of the week folks is that the NFL and winning in the NFL and picking winners in the NFL is a lot more about time than you think it is. So you got to ask yourself what teams understand time the best. And those are the teams that are easy to bet on, easy to pick with. It's like when I used to say, which quarterback's going to fight for your spread? Which team understands how much time's left and how to use it? There's some teams when they're down two touchdowns, you're watching them perform in the third quarter like it's a tie game. And you're like, no, this team doesn't understand how possessions work and how the other team, if, especially if they can't be stopped, if the other team's just going to run for first downs, they can end this game without you really ever having a say in it. I was watching the Ravens down 16 points against the Colts. And I'll give Harbaugh credit. They understand time. Their analytics guy that they have in John Harbaugh's ear, who's definitely telling him to go for it on these fourth downs and not just asking Lamar, like he's going to go anyway. But they understand that if they're down two touchdowns, even in the second quarter, it's time to hurry things up. Because if this drive is not successful, you want to take as least time off the clock as possible. There's some teams I'm watching right now, like the Miami Dolphins, and that's why I've been picking against them, who don't understand time. Whoever's in charge of their offense doesn't, because they'll have a five-minute drive down two touchdowns that leads to a punt. If you're going to punt, do it in twenty seconds. If you do five-minute drives that lead to a punt, you're you're just hurting yourself. It's not there's no point doing a slow offense that gets three first downs. The Ravens, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Bills. Notice a, and the Rams. Notice. A, It's hard to even say the Bills because they're just smoking teams. They're not having to really even use time management. They're just destroying teams. But one thing to watch is uh, which teams are using time to actually try to win the game. There's some teams that you might have as an underdog and spread, and you're watching them in the third quarter, late third quarter, down 10 basically just trying to run their offense almost like playing for the future Let, let's just try to get this playbook working and we're going to make audibles at the line and we're going to wait right till the last second even though we're down two touchdowns so some coaches get it some coaches don't and a lot of my picks this week in my mind it's chess versus checkers i got the kansas city chiefs going into washington washington with taylor heineke they're just trying to get their offense going. When they score touchdowns, it seems lucky. They don't they're when they get down to Kansas City, I don't think they're gonna even know how to work the clock correctly because they're just hoping to score a touchdown. Whereas teams like Kansas City and the Bucks, they, they are totally aware of the time management and they're gonna to score touchdowns effectively if they're down, they're gonna do it quickly. If they're winning, they're gonna do it uh with long drives. So it's chess versus checkers for a lot of these teams. So I got I got the Chiefs, chess versus Washington football team, checkers. I got the Bucs, chess versus Nick Sirianni's Eagles, checkers. So, you know, just beware. What who's your coach? Who's your quarterback? Do they know how to play offensive football already? Good, because now they're gonna try to win the game. If they don't, and if they're getting smoked in the first half, well, let's just kill Chris Collins try to get our offense going out there and prepare for next week. That's how you want to be betting on, folks. Look at my teams. Look at my podium, okay? I got the Bucs, Chiefs, and Cardinals. Three of the most potent offenses in the league, and it's not an accident. So stay away from the teams who are just trying to figure it out, even if you like the value number. Get the winners. They're probably going to win by a touchdown because they're good at time management. All right, that's it for your truth of the week. It's a good one. I, I just noticed how the Ravens were doing it. As a guy who had the Colts' money line, I'm like, Yeah. I'm terrified of how aware they are of how to win this game. Whereas other teams down 16, they wouldn't have pulled it off correctly. Props to Lamar and props to maybe my least favorite head coach for knowing how to win a game when they're down. John Harbaugh. Ravens flock, baby. Ravens Uh, flock.
1: uh, We got uh, week six is also one other important thing, Jeff, on the look who's talking calendar. It is our fantasy showdown. Me versus you. Weird Mike's Welcome Wagon versus Ed Hockley's Muscles. Yes. $50 wager. I would love to make it more, but I have the worst fantasy team in, I got to say 98% of the leagues across the continent. So I can't really do more, but Robbie Anderson, my fantasy stud. (laughs) Yes. That's how bad it is, folks. Oh no. So, I I can't I can't lock in the roster yet because of all the in routes and bye weeks, and I haven't really looked at it
0: yet, but you down with 50 bucks, me versus you? Absolutely. Ed Hockley's muscles uh, started off 0-2, then won two in a row. Had a, dis- a bit of a disappointing uh, week last week. I lost Saquon Barkley and Kenny Galladay in about the same quarter, and my week was done. But this week,
1: uh, on Friday or Saturday, once the lineups are set, put it on insta run a poll who you got i'm taking all side action if you think he was going to beat me get in the dm bet me 10 20 beans huckster you let me know who you're going to take i'm going to bet a little salary on this all right uh let's this is the only reason i'm still in this league is for this week and this bet me versus you a little pride let's <laughs> go cool. and huck and for, then, one, then for then once in be- your life you need to take my side
0: okay just just and then, then wait then till friday be- <laughs> And then it's going to be a fire sale. Yeah, I'll post the Yahoo matchup for our fantasy teams. You can bet either way. Just let us know what you think. Um, Oh, yeah. For our Look Who's Talking standings, we got uh, James Duhamel at the top, tied with your boy Hugh. And uh, just behind us, we got a guy who went 6-0 in one of our weekly prize for Bet Openly last week, Braley Pilon uh, from... Heineken Beer and Turtle Jacks Muskoka, the best winged damn place in the world. Shout out Benny Nui. All right. Uh yeah, okay. So first James Duhamel, tie with me. Third place, Mark Robinson. He's 17-6 and one. Remember, it's most wins. He missed week one, or he'd probably be definitely being first. Braley Pilonta at 4th, 17, 12, and 1. Jake Frisney, 17, 12, and 1. Mike Mattisbacker, 17, 13. Tyler with Brian Hiller. Chris Brackley, 15, 14, and 1. Nice comeback. Christian Hernandez, 13, 16, and 1. Gunner Winchester, one of my first counselors at HOC, 13, 16, and 1. Matt Harris, 12, and 13, and 1. Battling back. Mike Morrison fell off a wagon. I guess he forgot his picks, 8, and 11. Craig Waits, just put him on the board, 5, 6, and 1. Welcome to NFL football, Craig. Happy to have you over from the CFL. Go Argos, big field goal kick to win it at the old Iver win.
1: Uh, he's on my favorite kicker list, Hewlett. You asked me earlier. Yes. Noel Prefontaine. When I was a young kicker at UTM, they practiced there, and I got a couple sessions with him. He taught me a few things. Okay. So he's on the podium. Uh, Pete Stojanovic, the original Dolphins kicker when I first started watching football at about 9 or 10 years old. <laughs> Pete Stojanovic, Dolphins kicker. Panikvar, I'll get a kick out of that one. And Matt Prater tops the list. Started in altitude, got some records. Went into the dome in Detroit. Had a solid run, and now he's in the desert. All three NFL climate total extremes. Matt Prater tops the list. All-time
0: favorite kickers. Matt for weird. Mike. Matt Prater is your favorite kicker of all time. Did you hear what I just said? I you did hear what you altitude. just said. Yep. Okay, there you go started from the top now we're here all right well i'm so confident in my fantasy team the re- there was a reason i asked this uh, i will give you 50 bucks if you beat me and i'll also buy you a jersey from it a- from amazon or nfl.com of one of these kickers if they even make kicker jerseys we'll have to find out anything for shut the hook up go titans all right i'm giving an extra 25 bucks away from uh, I'll just be pulling names from a hat from anybody who shares this podcast on any social media form. And we'll just pull a name from the hat from all of you sharers. It's really helping. The numbers are growing. Look who's talking NFL coming back next week with episode one Oh four. The picks are hot. The donut is not, but that does not mean it won't be good this week. Get some sprinkles on it over on Monday night football. Life's too short folks. Go Titans, go bills and go over. Giddy up. Now there's a look that I know A familiar feeling Her crush starts to grow So she picks her a mess of it And takes it on home Cook it for supper And eats it alone Her crush starts to show Her crush to show Her crush starts to show to show